Welcome to episode 78 of the Sports Corner Podcast. My name is Nick, joined as always by my good friend Steven. And tonight we're going to continue bringing you all the exciting things that have happened this past week in the world of sports. Also going to catch up on my new favorite baseball team, the Orioles. And our big debate of the night, what is the best movie theater snack? Is it popcorn or is it the field? I don't know. We'll talk about it. One of us is going to debate one side. The other will debate the other. We'll find out who and what later on in the podcast. Steven, how are you? I am just fantastic. Actually, that's not 100% true. I'm hurting a little bit tonight. You are. Well, and delayed this a night. I was in um, severe agony last night and just exhausted. So I uh, we we're in the process. I took the week off, which you would think would be nice and relaxing. I spent all day Monday pressure washing my deck to get all mm-hmm. the old paint off so that we can okay. repaint our deck. Okay. Um, that is, uh, you know, I have complained in the past about our deck not being bigger. Yesterday, I was very thankful that it was not any bigger. Than okay, it was. yeah. Suddenly, the size of your deck is fine. Yes. So, okay. um, in the meantime, um, the tank top, uh, tank top I was wearing did a great job of protecting um, the parts that it covered, the parts mm-hmm. that it was not covering. It did not fare as well. I got to fight with the sun. The sun won. The sun won. Well, I had a great weekend. I went camping this past weekend. Beautiful, perfect weather for that. However, allergies and a little bit of a head cold, probably a good thing that we didn't record yesterday because I don't know that I could have gone through it. In fact, there might be times tonight that I have to mute and you just have to lead. I might get in a little bit of a coughing fit or need to blow the nose or something like that. But great time, great little weekend away. And yeah, so, you had a you had a smorgasbord. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. We'll post a picture of the smore, get it? smorgasbord uh, that we had. Someone on our camping trip is like a charcuterie board master, mistress, I don't know. And uh, Savant, for sure. And she put together, like, dude, there was, you know, when we go camping, we always have s'mores. And our s'mores are like Hershey's. Here's here's a graham cracker. Here's marshmallows. Marshmallows, right? Uh, Here's an off-brand Hershey's. Yeah, exactly. No, we buy the real, (laughs) I buy the uh, off-brand, you know, graham cracker. I don't care about that, but. Yeah. No, hers is like, man, multiple flavors of graham crackers. There was fruit. There was, you know, I mean, it was was just. Reese's? Never thought about a Reese's. S'more, but that sounds that okay. Sounds so the like best one that I made, she brought yeah. those. She she brought those um, like fudge, um, uh, cookies, like the Keebler okay. egg ones. Yeah, so yeah. it's almost like it's a graham cracker with like chocolate on it already. So then I right. just roasted my marshmallows and ate it between two of those bad boys. That was pretty phenomenal. Because you're like you're a big you're a big marshmallow. Yeah, I'm right? a big like I want my marshmallow like burnt to death and then I just want to eat it. I, you save the rest. I just want to like yeah, I'll eat one more, right. but then like twenty marshmallows. Right, that's your thing. See, I'm the opposite. I am anti marshmallow. So mm-hmm. give me all of the other things. So like I would just sit there and eat the Reese cups and I'd be happy. Well, I am. I'm not a huge like. I'm not going to ever eat a marshmallow outside of the campfire scenario. But uh, yeah, at that campfire, give me give me all the marshmallows. Uh, you know, good stuff. But yeah, so uh, we're recording this Tuesday night. If you're listening live, thank you for tuning in. If you're catching this in your podcast app, uh, that's why we're a day late here. Speaking of which, let me go through just our couple of quick announcements before we dive into this week of sports. You can find the podcast on our Twitch channel. That is twitch.tv slash PastorNick86. Usually every Monday. Occasionally we do it on Tuesday. Steven is always very good about posting on the Twitter when we're going to be delayed. So you can check for our show, podcast, all that on our Twitter and all that fun stuff. Pre-show starts at 8.30. The show starts at 9. 
And then we are on your favorite podcast app the next morning, or really even later that night, because I'm an amazing editor uploader. Please leave us a five uploader. Yes, well, whatever. Please. Last week, no, last week or last podcast, by the way, I had to do some editing because someone started talking over. Yeah, so don't don't you dare, don't you dare. I blew it. I did blow it. Find us on your favorite podcast app, and please subscribe, and also leave us a five star review that helps other people find the podcast. So we greatly appreciate that. And then follow us on social media. <clears throat> I have a page at uh, Pastor Nick 86. Steven is at Stephen McCoy 23. And most importantly, Sports Corner is at Sports Corner 865, both on Facebook and on Twitter. And then you could join the Discord. The link to that is in the Twitch chat. It's also going to be in the show notes. Great way for you to conversate with us live, in person, all that fun stuff. So that's what's going on behind the scenes. But more importantly, we want to talk about what's going on in sports, Steven. It's been been some good stuff going on, I guess. It's been two weeks, really. We did not record last week, I don't think. So. We didn't. I had uh, I had a death in the family. I had to tend to, and yes. uh, you had some stuff going on as well. So we just took last deadline week off. Day, so. Yeah, it's tax deadlines and all that fun stuff. So um, so we appreciate your patience there, but we are back. and uh, like We never left. Like we never left. And I don't know about you, but I got like probably... 10 or 15 messages of saying, where are you guys? We miss yeah. you. Miss you. Yeah, everybody was um, very distraught. We didn't have an episode last week, so made sure to get one in this week. We did. We did. We had to make sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything you need to announce before we jump into this week in sports? Um, no. I think we're good. All right. Then without further ado... And now, This Week in Sports, with your host, Stephen McCoy. All right. This Week in Sports. Hopefully I'm not too uh, all this time. Um, the Baseballs have continued their hot start with a perfect 4-0 week. After dispatching of Bellarmine on Tuesday, the Vols went to Gainesville and became the first team in the last 16 years to sweep the Gators in the Swamp. With the sweep, UT now owns the best start in SEC uh, baseball history at 17 and one, and they currently have the highest win percentage ever in college baseball at 92.5 percent. Previous record was Arizona State, somewhere around 91 and a half. Uh, obviously, the season's not over, but they currently have the highest win percentage ever. Speaking of high win percentages, OU softball is now sitting at 97.7 percent after their sweep of Iowa State, including two run rules. OU softball fans do need to circle their season series finale with Oklahoma State on May 5th to the 7th, so there's two weeks from now, with Oklahoma State currently being ranked ninth in the country. And speaking of softball, Lenny Vols had their starting pitcher, Ashley Rogers, throw a perfect game on Saturday, going five innings with 12 strikeouts. So that's 15 outs, 12 via strikeout. Um, obviously, five innings is short. They did run roll Eastern Carolina, but still, 12, 12 Ks in any game is impressive, especially doing so in only five innings. Over on the hardwood, the NBA playoffs have commenced. In the West, the top-seeded Suns are currently tied with the Pelicans, as are the two-seed Grizzlies and Wolves. Uh, both of those series are currently 2-2. Two two. The Mavs hold a 3-2 lead over the Jazz, and the Warriors will look to close out the Nuggets tomorrow night, leading that series 3-1. In the East, the Heat and Bucks hold commanding 3-1 leads over the 8-seed Hawks and 6-seed Bulls, respectively. The 4-5 and five matchup sees the 76ers leading the Raptors three games to two, but the biggest surprise in the East is the um, two-seed Celtics have swept the seven-seed Nets. The Nets looked lifeless without Ben Simmons, who was somehow absent from their game for a loss. 
By absent, I don't mean not playing, as that's nothing new. He was not even in the arena on the night. After Game 3, Kyrie Irving cited the Celtics' time together as the reason for their success while mentioning the Nets did not have that luxury. Um, I would like to note that the reason they did not have that luxury is due to Kyrie himself refusing to take the COVID vaccine, which I don't have any qualms with. That's his personal choice. But don't cite that as your reasoning for not being not being able to have time together. Um, had he gotten the vaccine, he would have been able to play in all of the Nets games. By refusing that vaccine, he was unable to play in the Nets home games which is roughly half the season. Um, elsewhere in the sports world, the NFL Draft begins this Thursday, April 28th, live from Las Vegas. And for the first time in years, there is no clear-cut number one pick. Um, also, a report came out today that uh, more teams want to trade out than trade up, and that's very rare for the, NBA, for the NFL Draft, so we'll see how all that plays out on Thursday. Then finally, I want to close with a report, and we, I think we're going to get into this here in a little bit. Um, that came out of the NAIA baseball world. Kansas Wesleyan College has accused Bethany University of putting paint thinner in the Kansas Wesleyan team's Gatorade cooler prior to their game. The issue is currently being investigated, and we will show you all a picture of the Gatorade cooler that Kansas Wesleyan has posted. Um, Kansas Wesleyan did go on to win that game 33-2. And that is the week in sports. All right, great stuff going on in the world of sports, for sure. Um, other interesting note from the NFL draft: Kirk uh, Herbstreit is not going to be involved in yes. any of the draft coverage this year um, because he apparently has a blood clot that his doctors have uh, discovered and Don't wants want to get to, that dealt with. Him. Want to, yeah, doesn't want to good travel, so yeah, good for him. On Wish that. him well. Wish yeah. him well. Hopefully no that resolves itself. And Kirk will be back. Kirk Kirk's, Kirk does a really good job at. Um, Everything other than calling Ohio State games. That and just like, I think Twitter in general, like, I don't know if you like follow him. Like, sometimes he's got some good stuff to say on Twitter, but mm-hmm. I don't think he fully understands how it works. Maybe Elon Musk can help him with that. Because sometimes, <laughs> like, people will like be mean to him on Twitter. When you're that big of a personality, of course, you're going to have haters or right. whatever. But then someone else will be like, this guy's a clown, like replying to the hater. But then, like, Herb Street will be like, you're a clown. How dare you? And it's like, no, he was defending you. Kurt, okay. Well, Speaking good of try. people that are bad at Twitter, Kevin Durant was in another spat this morning. He uh, and uh, Charles Barkley exchanged jabs over the, over the course of last night this morning. Yeah, from what I understand on that, um, Barkley basically kind of called him called KD out for not winning the championship except for when he had some other big stars around him. Um and then KD put on his Instagram live story or whatever, like his story. I don't know how Instagram works. I don't use it. Um, but he put on like his little story there or whatever, pictures of Barkley surrounded by the you know great players that he played with throughout his career. So then I think some shenanigans happened on Twitter, uh, including KD, KD like calling himself a god. Yeah. And uh, so. Somebody said. Weird flex to call yourself a god after getting swept in the first round. Which KD said something about it was good vibes only. Why does it matter what he called himself? I don't know. KD's a weirdo. Kyrie's a weirdo. The Nets um, implosion that nobody could have seen coming. Putting two of the biggest weirdos on the same team. KD's biggest issue is like the dude. The dude just hurts himself more than than he does him with that kind of stuff. Outside of maybe Antonio Brown. 
is there an athlete that is more out of touch with reality than Kevin Durant? Like, he just doesn't get why people are upset with him ever. And yeah. it's, like, he just doesn't, he can't grasp any of that. I just, I don't know. It makes there, sense to me. There probably is somewhere, but it's, it's hard to think of who, especially when you take into account the fact that Durant's been, like, busted, like, having burner Twitter accounts and, like, replying to, like, things on his own status under his burner accounts, which, hey, you know what? There are probably a lot of celebrities and athletes who do the same thing and certainly probably a lot of politicians who do the same thing. Like, whatever, dude, you got busted for it. You got to own up to that. Um, and, yeah, so definitely definitely not a great look to call yourself a, a god. I, I agree that Kevin Durant's probably one of the ten best basketball players of our generation. Um, for sure. Dude does not do himself any favors with um, how he presents himself to the general public, uh, especially. So, uh, yeah, he interesting. Just, just keeps digging his own grave and, and he just doesn't understand mm-hmm. really anything that he says. And anyway, that's enough about Kevin Durant. So, that's interesting news about the whole paint thinner in the drinking yeah. water. You got a picture story. of that we can flash up here? Or? Uh, sure. I guess I can probably Google that bad boy real quick. Actually, I got the picture right here. I was looking at the story just a second ago. So it's it's just has there been any more word on? So the uh, there's a picture of it there, and it's weird. Like there's some like Gatorade cups in that water. I guess I don't know. Maybe they like yeah. scoop some out well, to like pour out the water and test it or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't know what's going on. With, <clears throat> I don't know. If maybe they. I don't know. But I think that white film is where it has eaten the lining. Of the Gatorade cooler, which you can kind of see around the yeah, rim that there. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's um. From what so, I understand, from an article that was put out by the Selena Journal, and I'll post that link in our show notes. Um, this is from seven thirty this morning, with an update at eight thirty uh, Central Time, so nine thirty Eastern Time. Basically hitting some of the same things that you said, that there was that allegation. There's now officially an investigation that's underway um, because it was filled with an unknown substance. Um, There was that picture posted by the Wesleyan baseball team's uh, social, or actually it was posted by KWU uh, Barstool. um, Yes. And, uh, but it has been kind of verified that was, you know, a, a real thing, quote unquote, by some other, you know, um, verified Twitter users, reporters, things like that. The account said, glad all our players are, are okay. Um, but as of now, there's no official word on when the cooler was discovered. No details on exactly what the substance was. Um, but the athletic director for KWU, um, Stephen Wilson, did say, he released a statement and said, therefore, we immediately began a thorough in-depth review with the priority of putting the health and safety of our student athletes first. This review is ongoing and is a high priority at this time. Kansas Wesleyan has no further comment. So apparently yeah. Bethany won the first game of that doubleheader, eight to seven Wesleyan won the second one, 33 to two. They did play a third game where the Swedes, which I guess is Bethany. I don't know either of these teams. Yeah. I don't know. Nicknames. I don't know why a Wesleyan school would be called the Swedes. I don't know. Whatever team the Swedes are, they won six to four on Friday. So, I don't know. Someone got the last laugh there, but um, I don't know. That's, that's just a really crazy situation. Like, I read some things on Twitter from some people that, like, went to some of these schools, and they're like, yeah, I mean, these, these teams are, like, bitter rivals of each other, but 
I've been around a lot of rivalries in both the high school and collegiate and professional level, and I'm pretty Kansas sure Wesleyan you don't. The Coyotes. So yeah, so the other team won the Bethany. third game. Um, Bethany won that third game, but yeah, I just been around a lot of rivalries, and I'm pretty sure none of them is it okay or acceptable to poison the other team. The only thing that has come close to this I can think of would be um, the guy that poisoned the, uh, the, the trees at the Alabama fan that poisoned the trees at Auburn. Um, even that was yeah, but that's way I different. Mean, yeah, so, it's it's in bad taste, but yeah. it's way different, and maybe. Some people will disagree yeah. with me, but it seems way different to poison a tree and to poison a team of humans. Yeah, no, certainly. Um, and I don't understand, other than it just being a rivalry gone too far, I mean, Kansas Wesleyan is 26 and 26. It's not like they're this top team that's killing everybody. I mean, it seems very, very odd to do so. But, you know, hey, whatever. They decided that's what they wanted to do. Um, there is an article here, or just a blurb here, that... Um, you may have already mentioned this, and I apologize if you did, that uh, it, it's not confirmed if anyone did, in fact, drink the water or become ill from drinking the water. I'm not right. sure if they just kind of squirted that into a cup and maybe so realized it looked, it looked weird, funny. Or someone took a drink and spit it out. Yeah, and, you know, people are, some people have asked, well, why, why are we blaming Bethany for Kansas Wesleyan's um, water cooler um, having played at the NIA level and not having the budgets of D1 schools and all of that. Right. It's very common for the home team to provide water coolers and everything to the away teams in these situations. So that was certainly not not a surprise that Bethany would be the ones, um, you know, shelling out the, the coolers there. So certainly an interesting thing to keep tabs on. We'll update you guys next week. Uh, and if anything breaking happens, you know, we'll try to shoot a yeah, tweet we'll... out for all seven of our followers. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a it's a bad look, regardless of how this played out. Hopefully, this is not some sort of um, fake news story that you know maybe Kansas Wesleyan did themselves trying to blame Bethany or um, Barstool, whatever. Like yeah. they're not necessarily the most reputable news organization out there. Also, hopefully, the um, <laughs> I say hopefully it's it's fake. It's not fake, but I also kind of hope it is fake because if another right. team is to put paint thinner in somebody's um, somebody's water cooler. That is more than just a rivalry situation. Right, and I'm sure, like, you know, I, 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 I would like to think that the head coach of Bethany or the AD or someone there didn't say, hey, let's poison these guys. But if this is a real thing and this really happened, someone in that organization took it upon themselves to think, I can douse this with a little bit of this and maybe give us an edge. Um, so, well, yeah, like I said, it's... it's uh, Something worth keeping an eye on because it's going to break in one of a couple of different ways. And literally, there's there is no uninteresting way this breaks other than them being like, "Oh yeah, we keep our paint thinner in a cooler," and WKU grabbed the wrong cooler. Like it literally said yeah. "paint thinner" on the side, and they grabbed the wrong. Like you know, that's about the only yeah. way this ends in a way that doesn't end in some kind of craziness. Because yeah. either. WKU is lying about this, and that's going to be crazy. Or someone in Bethany tried to poison the team, and that's uh, is yeah. even crazier. So we'll keep it's an eye no on good, sure. good outcome. Um, did you see the video last week coming also from NAI Baseball? Um, I believe it was NAI. It could have been Jupiter, where the uh, the two schools in Texas were playing, and the pitcher guy hits a home run, 
is rounding second, says something to the pitcher as he rounds third, the pitcher charges and just spear tackles him. No, but that's he's for home. Yeah, that's that was a crazy video. That um, isn't absolutely a way the, to get me to watch baseball though. The pitcher has since been kicked off the team. Um Go as somebody that I worked with said, you knew everything you needed to know about the kid that tackled the guy. Whenever he spears a guy and nobody from his team comes to help him. Yeah. Fight. So yeah. it was um, pretty obvious that, that he was at least not, at least not well respected in, sure. that, in that moment. So, Hey, speaking uh, of baseball, I'm an Orioles fan. You are an Orioles fan. Nick yeah. has been a two week Oriole fan. Mm-hmm. Um, is life okay for you right now? No, it's good. I don't know why you're saying this because here's the thing. When I became an Orioles fan, the Orioles were statistically the worst team in baseball. Since becoming an Orioles fan, I'm not saying we're great, okay? That's not what I'm saying at all. But we are trending in a better direction. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, right after I became a fan, they played the Yankees in a series. And they won the series. Uh, including having that walk-off. Actually, they might have lost series. I need to double-check on that. But they had that walk-off walk win. Um, And so, you know, that kind of started things moving in the right direction uh, for me. Yeah, they won that series two games to one, uh, including a 5-0 win in that third game. Uh, Since then, they've kind of... They... didn't do well against the A's in their their next series. They uh they lost two out of three in that one. Or actually, I'm sorry, um three out of four in that one. But you know they won the series over the Angels, and now yeah. they're going back to the Yankees where things looked bleak early and don't look much better now. But it's a six to three in the top of the seventh. So I have faith that uh you know that we could still make something happen here. Okay. Yeah. We're only four yeah. games below 500. The batting has looked a lot better. We just need pitching to come around, yeah. you know. So, would you like to know the Orioles' current payroll for 2022? I would love to know that. Their total team payroll for 2022, according to SpotTrack.com, is forty-five million three hundred twelve thousand eight hundred fifty-seven dollars. That okay. is last in baseball. Yeah. Um, the league That's average fine. is a the league. So I said they're at forty-five. The league uh-huh. average is a hundred and forty-eight million. Hundred million below league average. Okay. The Dodgers are at two hundred and ninety million five hundred and forty six thousand three hundred ninety three dollars. Okay. Two hundred and forty five million dollars more than well the Orioles payroll. And you know so. the Dodgers are twelve and four to show for that. But all I'm saying is, you know, the Orioles have only lost six, has only won six fewer games for you know. Over a hundred million dollars. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. It is it's, what it is. So. It's not bad. Go Orioles with their thirty-four. Excuse our organization for realizing that we need to be good economic stewards in this part of our world in history. Um. So yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a way to look at it. So you know, hey, okay. it is what it is. Go Orioles, though. I'm we'll happy see, for yeah. you. We'll see. They're they're pitching definitely. You have the top. uh, You have the top uh, farm system in baseball, I believe. So you're a couple years away from being super happy. Maybe. Well, I've never been happy in my life. So. Well, that's right. Speaking of baseball, did you see Mm -hmm. Yankees fans over the weekend throwing trash at uh at the uh, who the Guardians? That's who they played. Yeah, I can only assume that there were some UT fans up there. 
Yeah, you, it had, would have to be. UT fans are the worst in sports, is what I was yeah. told whenever only, they did it. So only ones that throw trash. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. how that works. I could that's, be wrong. That's what it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Anything else we need to talk about sports related? Um, no. I mean, that's you know, I'm keeping my eyes on what the Orioles do in this Yankee series. That's when things turned around when they played the Yankees. Uh, that first kind of series that they took them into, they were one in five, worst record in baseball. Okay, then they took that series, and uh, they've gone three and four on that West Coast trip. So, again, I think we're trending in the right yeah. direction here. I'm excited for it. One, uh, one more sports thing. Um, we didn't get the chance to do this last week because we didn't record. So, um, we now know some of the playoff results, which might help us with our with our playoff predictions sure. here. Yeah. Um, but give me your NBA Finals prediction. So. Who do you oh, have man. going to the finals, and then who do you have winning the finals? So, okay. Um, oh man. Update uh, you. Phoenix and the Pelicans are tied two to two. That is the one eight matchup. Right. Dallas, Utah. Dallas has a three to two lead in that one. Golden State Warriors are at three to one on the Denver Nuggets, and then the two seed Memphis Grizzlies are tied two to two with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that's your eight West teams. Who do you have there? Ooh. I guess. I'll just let you pick them. We'll just go down the list. Phoenix or New Orleans Pelicans. Two. Tied 2-2, going back to Phoenix. Phoenix um, is playing without um, star player Devin Booker right now. They are, and if they can get through that without Booker, then I think they're in a good spot. I like CP3, so I'm going to take Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. I'd take Phoenix as well. I think the experience there helps Phoenix win. Um, I'm not sure Brandon Ingram can keep up his 30 points per game he's averaging right now. Sure. Dallas, 3-2 lead over the Utah Jazz. They can put this away. I think so, um, yeah. Soon, so um, yeah, I, I like Dallas in that one. Warriors are up three to one on the Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets haven't looked all that full of life. They did win Game Four to stave off that sweep, but I don't think they're long. For no, this I one. don't think they can come back. It was just sad because really before that series started, I thought Denver might be the lower seed that was able to really make something happen, and they didn't. It looks like actually Minnesota's the more likely contender. For yeah, that. that's the last one. Two two Men- Memphis and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. What do you like here? Well, going into it, I mean, I really like Memphis. I think they're playing some strong ball with their bigs and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, the series tied 2-2 now. Um, games are going. Let's see. How does first round work? I guess we're going two, back two, to one, Memphis, one more. right? Yeah, 2-2-1-1. Yeah, two, so two, one, one, Memphis. I don't know. I still think Memphis wins it if for no other reason than the home court advantage. Um, I think that's a big deal in these early round playoffs especially. So I think it could go to game seven, though. But I think Memphis probably takes the series. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're probably right. Um, although, um, I'm sorry. Game five is currently going on with the Wolves up seventy-five to sixty-four. So okay. Well, if they win this game, if they take one on the road, then I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Pretty yeah. interesting. Um, so that gives us Phoenix and Dallas. Um, who do you have in that one? Luca or Chris Paul? Yeah. Again, it's going to depend on how healthy Phoenix is for that series. But I would take them, uh, I think. I like yeah, I like Phoenix. Right I think Dallas got a really good matchup with Utah, yeah. just not being able to defend against small ball teams. Right. Dallas likes to play that small ball lineup. I don't think Phoenix will have the same struggle, so I like Phoenix. And then we'll take, uh, I think we both took the Warriors. I think we both took the Grizzlies. So mm-hmm. Warriors, Grizzlies in the bottom there. Pretty it's hard, hard to pick against a Golden State team that has some experience doing it, but I like Memphis. I really do. I like the yeah. way they play ball. Yeah, I'll take the, the I'll take the Warriors there. I think they they have the experience edge. Um, Steph knows how to get it done in the playoffs. So 
Sets us up with a Warriors Phoenix or for you a Memphis Phoenix going mm-hmm. to the finals there. Who do you like? Yeah, again, I'm just going to ride out with uh, Memphis on this one. Okay. Take you ride out Memphis. I will ride out Phoenix. I think they, they got a taste of it last year going to the finals. I think they really want to get over that hump. So give me Phoenix sure. in the finals this year. I, I would like to see that. I just don't know if they can do it. But if, if they could, I don't think there's anyone else in the playoffs that I would root for more than Phoenix right now. Other than yeah. we'll talk about the East here in a second. I like Boston sweeping, uh, but they were also the two yeah. seed in that. So it's not like it's not like they were into the underdogs in that series. So Right. Yeah. I think most people expected Boston to come out on top, just not in the manner that they did. So. Right. Um, but I don't think anybody's upset that the Bucs did not get sure. all the semantics. So, um, yeah, I like Phoenix out of the West. Um, in the East, Miami – who holds a commanding three to one lead over the Atlanta Hawks? Mm-hmm. And and they'll they'll close this out, no problem. Okay, Miami yeah. closes it out. Um, how about Philly over Toronto? Much more interesting uh, of a matchup. Of course, you always have the good opportunity for some good games in that four or five matchup. Philly leads at three to two right now, and uh, it's, maybe Toronto takes another one to get this to go to a game seven. But either way, I think Philly comes comes out with it. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, moving on in the East here, Milwaukee up 3-1 on Chicago. Which no, is sad because Chicago plays some interesting ball. They're so hot. They do, like, but they know. are something like 1-20 and 20 or something yeah. against top four seeds in each conference, top three seeds in each conference. Um, and that has kind of held true here with getting that one win, but Milwaukee mm-hmm. holding that lead, so yeah. I like uh, I like Miami, I like Philly, and I like Milwaukee. Obviously, Boston already has that sweep. They're already in round two. I think yeah, we both yeah. would have picked Boston there. Um, yeah. So nothing too nothing too crazy there. Um, so we'll go with Miami or Philly going to the conference finals. Uh, no, I like Miami here. I think they just have a more complete, well-rounded team. Although Philly, I think can if they Philly steal has a the game, star power. If they steal a game early and can kind of keep Miami's crowd out of it, then I think they have a shot. But mm-hmm. they've got to take – they've got to bring it home because that's still a 2-2-1-1-1 in the second round, right? That stays that way all the well, way through the finals. Yeah, I think the finals is when it goes 2-3-2, two, two, which I yeah. don't understand why. But... It's so weird. Um, so I, I think Philly's got to steal one early. Um, yeah. And yeah, you don't want – like, Even be... if you do that, even if you somehow get that series 2-2 – I don't think that even if you then steal game five, I still think you lose out. Um, So I think they have still one early if they have a hope. Yeah. um, I like Philly star power now. And I think, um, I think Joel Embiid is the best player in that series. Obviously he is, he has a thumb injury that will require surgery in the off season. So we'll see how healthy he is in this matchup. Um, But I like the star power, you know, James Harden has his playoff struggles, um, but I think this is, Probably his most complete team he's played with in the playoffs. So um, I like Philly over Miami. And the bottom that gives us Milwaukee and Boston. You have Giannis. You have the young Boston team. Who do you like here? I like Boston. Uh, Milwaukee's capable of winning it. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't walk out surprised. And there's a good chance that you know, we've seen this before that the team that gets the early sweep struggles in the next round. But we've also seen them go and just keep sweeping and keep running. Whereas I don't think they'll get a sweep, obviously. I do think they can beat Milwaukee. I think if Milwaukee closes this out in game five, the sweep doesn't matter as much because that series starts sooner. Right. If Milwaukee, Chicago drags on, I do think that more rest sometimes can, um, especially when you're playing good ball, kind of wear off on it. 
Um, that being said, I think Jason Tatum is really kind of taking that next step right before our eyes right now. He's kind of becoming maybe the next star um, of the NBA, kind of taking that mantle. I mean, he kind of ripped it right away from Kevin Durant there in that first series. So sure. um, if he can take down Giannis, um, you know, that's that's a couple of nice skins for you all there. Uh, no doubt so, about it. Give me Boston, and I took Philly, you took Miami. So uh, Boston-Miami for you. Who do you have going to the box? Uh, Boston-Miami, hard to say in that one. That's such an interesting matchup. Um, Two good teams. You don't have – It is. It really is. You know, both of those teams you – know, I mentioned Philly's star power. That's kind of where they they kind of hang their hat. But you have two two good systems, two good coaches um, in this in, – in Miami and Boston. And it's going to be, you know, because Butler, he's out for game five. Obviously, we're talking about a potential East, uh, yeah. East uh, Championship matchup. So there's a yeah. long time between now and then. But, yeah. like, what is his health like? Because, obviously, if he's not playing yeah. well, if this is an injury that lingers through the playoffs, like, I could right. see them getting far in the playoffs. But you need someone like Butler playing yeah. at basically 100% to beat a team like Boston. So hard right. to really, I mean, that's a long time I have to predict with such a close matchup like this. So mm-hmm. I will take a shot in the dark and say what I want to happen is Boston to win. Yeah, um, I have Boston Philly. Um, I mentioned the star power. I think Joel Embiid will have a very good series against Boston. I think Boston's going to have too much um, around Jason Tatum to kind of overcome. I think Marcus Smart matches up well against James Harden and kind of can negate his his influence there. So give me Boston. Um, that gives us both Boston. Oh, no, I think you took Memphis, right? Boston Memphis in the finals for you. Yes. And you Boston okay. Phoenix. I'm Boston Phoenix. So give me your Boston Memphis pick. John Morant, Jason Tatum. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. If it's Boston Memphis, I take Boston and I take Boston yeah. probably like in five, maybe six. If Phoenix gets there, I probably take Phoenix over Boston. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would be a fun series. Um, I think a Boston Memphis series um, would be entertaining, um, but I think you're right. I think I think you would have some close games, but I feel like Boston would just come out on top in all of those. Right? You know, one of those where you look back and like, how did Memphis get swept? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, but I do think Phoenix uh, puts up more of a fight. Um, I have that game. I have I'll have that series going to seven. Give me Phoenix with uh, with Chris Paul closing that out, getting his ring, kind of cementing his legacy as an all-time great in the NBA. I'd be good with that. Does he not have a ring at all? He does not. Yeah, he, he does, does not. not. Nope. No, yeah, uh, no, rings for, no rings for Chris Paul. So. As an Oklahoma City native, Chris Paul always have a special part cool. in our heart. Yeah. It would hurt uh, me a little to see Grant get that close, former ball, Grant Williams. True. true. The hot point, but yeah. Um, but hey, what you can do it, it is what it is. Orioles cut it to six four. See, I'm telling you, come back, baby. <laughs> All right, are you ready for our last segment of the night? Yeah, already. Okay. Popcorn or the field. Popcorn in the field. So, those of you that aren't familiar, our new segment here is we are debating a topic. Okay, this can be any drinks topic. count as the field. No, no. Ices? No, I'm going to put that in the drink category. Okay. So you could eat a, you could have popcorn with an icy or with a Coke or whatever, and like that, that's okay. fine. Okay. So what we do in this segment is we come up with a topic to debate. It could be something, it's never going to be anything super serious, but like this week we're going to be talking about 
the best snack to eat at the movie theaters while you're watching a movie. And not even like having to rank it, because that's what we used to do, is kind of create a list to rank things. No, we're going to pick a thing, and then we have to debate it. So tonight's topic is, is popcorn the best snack to eat in movie theaters? So basically, it's popcorn versus the field. Now, to complicate things, we don't know which side of the argument we're going to be arguing until it's time to argue it. So, Stephen, do you have a dice roller pulled up? I do. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to roll for this thing. We're going to roll a d20, and whoever rolls higher takes the position of popcorn is the best. Sound fair? Yeah, so I roll first, right, since you can't see mine. Correct. So I could cheat. Yep. I won't cheat, but I could, so I will sure. roll mine. Okay. And my roll is a, a... Okay, so a higher roll does what now? Higher roll gets popcorn it's or villain? popcorn. It's popcorn. Higher roll is popcorn. I got a 15. 15. All right, I'm going to roll my d20 I rolled here. a 15. I rolled a 12. Oh, boy. Okay, so this I get popcorn. This is twice now that you've gotten a pretty good take on this. All right, go ahead. Give us popcorn. No, I got I got vanilla is is the best. Which, before. by the way, we took a Twitter poll and Twitter was okay. 100% on my side that vanilla I have a, I have a qualm with your with your poll. What? What's wrong with my poll? The poll should not be is vanilla the best flavor? The poll should have been who made the better argument? Did I convince them that vanilla was not or was the best? Flavor? Yeah, but that would have limited the poll replies to like three people. Yeah, but that that's how we drive viewership. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's, it would be hard to do, but take, I mean, yes. Take your opening okay. argument, sir. Open argument. So popcorn is the best, is the best, right? Okay. Um, so popcorn is a staple at the movie theater, right? You go and there's something about that, that nice, that, that Coke with the, with the popcorn there. You get, you get all the butter, you get all the popcorn salt, you get all the flavors of the salt. Um, there's just something about going to a movie, sitting there with a bucket of popcorn in your lap, you know, you, your fingers get that, that weird texture on them from the butter. You end up getting sick to your stomach, like halfway through the movie and you, you don't know if you can stop eating it, but then you look down and you have half a bucket of popcorn. I've got to keep eating it. It's just, it's too good to stop. It's like chips and chips and salsa. You know, you can't yeah. stop eating chips and salsa. Um, I don't know. There's just something about the salty and, and the, you know, and it has to be movie theater popcorn, right? Like if you pop popcorn at home, like it's okay, but it's not the same as movie theater popcorn. So it, it's the combination of being at the movies with a bucket of popcorn that, that makes it the best. It's not that popcorn is the best, because outside of a movie, you know, I, I would take a lot of candies over popcorn, but when you go to a movie, there's something about, it's like a hot dog at, at a baseball game. It just goes together. And so that is why popcorn is by far the top movie pairing snack. Listening audience, my opponent here today will bring up one good point, one good point only that marketing has led you to believe that movie theater and popcorn are the only logical choice to go together. And I will admit that popcorn, delicious movie theater snack. A fantastic, I mean, it's, it's a synonymous thing. I agree with my opponent on that. However, to say that it is the best implies that the marketing has won and your taste buds have lost. Sure, it's good, but my opponent already made a great point. Your hands 
feel all nasty because of that butter getting on it and then you like accidentally wipe it on your shorts or your shirt and now you got buttery stains on it or you got to carry in napkins and those things never work very well and so whereas it is a delicious treat it's not the best treat we get to go it's don't with work the well their napkins at movie theaters are always cheap they don't work well it's like the school napkins <laughs> Where it's like you spill milk and you put the napkin down on it and all it does is move the milk. It doesn't actually absorb <laughs> yeah. the milk. It's, this is it's what like, movie theater does. like a barrier. Like. Yeah, it's like it, they do nothing, okay? They don't. Like, it doesn't I, absorb. I, I always grab a handful of napkins at the movie theater and then I end up by having to wipe it on my pants anyway. Um, that's what it is. Okay. So, Carry on. Sorry. here's the thing. Unfortunately, Steven got the rough edge here because it wasn't popcorn verse M&M's or popcorn verse... Skittles or whatever. It was literally popcorn versus the field. So the field has to win. Because if I go to the movie theater and I'm hungry, I can get something like pretzels or a piece of pizza at most movie theaters and get full. If I'm craving salty, guess what? Nachos and cheese. You said that popcorn's kind of like a chips and a dip. I can literally get chips and dip at the I theater. I said chips and salsa. Well, okay. Um... Other thing, you sit there and say, you know, pop, popcorn, it's only good at the movie theater. That's true. Why? Because you have to douse it in butter. I would argue that the butter's the good thing, not the popcorn <laughs> anyway. Furthermore, if I got the sweet tooth, I can get M&M's or other chocolate. If I've got the gummy feeling, I can get a gummy. So, unfortunately, Stephen, you just rolled incorrectly here because it's popcorn versus the field, not popcorn versus any single item, which I would agree. Popcorn would probably win over any single item, but it can't beat the field. Rebuttal? Yeah, I think I will give you that the field is broad, and so that does hurt me. Diversity, um, I diversity think. Helps. I think. Uh, I think narrowing this down would have made it a little more, mm-hmm. um, more argumentative. Uh, however, you know, you are your your argument was marketing is the reason that popcorn is so good, and and that might be true, but there's also a reason that marketing has been around for however long it's been around, and it's so important that people invest so much money in marketing. Because it's right. It makes people want things. And so if it's marketing's fault, it's marketing's fault. But when I go to the movie theater, I want a bucket of popcorn. You know, I want to sit there with my bucket of popcorn, my large Coke, and spend $37 on it. And I'm going to enjoy it. And yes, you know, you could get the candies, but the candies run out. A lot of popcorn, you can just keep going back, man. You could you could have five or six buckets of popcorn and I mean, you would probably feel sick, but hey, you're paying twelve dollars for that pack of candy. You're paying twelve dollars for a bucket of bucket of popcorn. So, any closing arguments you want to make? That's uh, that's it. All right, my closing arguments is this: the candy might be twelve dollars, the popcorn might be twelve dollars, but I can go to that movie theater and I can buy a pack of M and M's for twelve dollars and nothing else. There's literally no way you can buy a bucket of popcorn and not buy a drink it's because a that's too salty. They don't sell them as combos. And if they do, they're like 95, 95. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, it's an upsell thing. They are going to oversalt and overbutter that popcorn to force you to buy a drink. And then they're also going to be like, hi, I'd like a medium popcorn. Oh, sir. Would you like the large for 50 cents more? Well, not particularly, but it's 50 cents, so I have to say yes, because it's literally taking me from the size of a medium McDonald's cup to the size of a five-gallon trash can bucket. Um, And so... (laughs) Great. And listen, I know know you're going to try to sneak in what the chat's feeding you here, that most movie theaters offer 
I already told you they offer refills. Sometimes I'm I already said refills. that. You did. Here's the thing. How many times have you refilled a large popcorn bucket before? Because it's only on the largest. They don't refill smalls or mediums. How many you times have you a, done that? You worked at a movie theater, right? Me? I, I did not work for a movie theater. I worked for Paramount doing movie screenings. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, I occasionally get... I've done it before. Then you are time. a pig, sir. Wow. All right, next argument is he wins because if you eat, if you get refills on popcorn, you're fat. So let that resonate with you all. Uh, my argument is the whole free refill thing on it has got to be the most underutilized thing because the only time you can really take advantage of it is even mm. sharing with your friends. Okay, but valid, share your, M share your M&Ms with friends and you each well, get four yeah, M&Ms. Here's my thing. In, in COVID, we shouldn't be sharing our popcorn with our friends anyway. So Okay. Um, so thanks for being a super spreader now. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing. The only way that you're going to refill that popcorn is when you're walking out, you've seen your movie, and you're like, hi, I'd like my free refill now. And then they're just sitting there judging you. They're like, you would want the free refill now. Go outside dumping on the ground. Just, just dumping. <laughs> this is my money's worth. Um, we went to so, the movies yeah. like three weeks ago, and we shared uh, cinnamon donut buy things. No, know, no, we shared pretzels, and you tossed me one donut, and then you ate the rest. Okay. That's what happened. I was sitting there the whole time just wishing also, I had a donut. Also got you seven cups seven of water. Seven cups so. of water. You really did. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. I will say um, I will say that I posted this question on my Facebook earlier. Mm -hmm. And here are the results. Uh, popcorn with extra butter for sure. That's what I said. Is I said to take popcorn or the field. So someone said popcorn with extra butter. Yes. Someone else said popcorn. Someone said popcorn with M&M's mixed in. So they Ooh, exactly. Oh, at, no, wow. I like that. I'm good with like that. Like in the popcorn or like in between bites of popcorn? I mean, I think they meant like actually mixed in the popcorn, but however, no, whichever I'm way. I'm fine I'm with out. that. No. Someone said team popcorn. Someone said nachos and cheese. No popcorn. Yuck. Someone else said, okay. I mean, is there any other options than milk does? And I said, yes, like everything else. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, here's the other thing is if, if you're buying movie theater candy... You're you're just doing it wrong. I would say, by the way, your your failure of the <laughs> argument. Although this might have been the strength of my argument, is don't buy a twelve dollar thing to sneak them in your yes. thing from the Dollar Tree. Yes, but that should have been. I was did. being ethical. Okay. Um, someone said, "Hey, you got to go for candy for one specific reason. Popcorn salty makes me want to drink more. The more I drink, the more likely I'm not to go to the bathroom during the movie." Hmm, might that would have been a good argument. Good argument. Yeah. Uh, someone said they're going to take the field over it just for variety's sake. Someone said they don't. Here's like popcorn the thing: at all. if you eat enough popcorn, it soaks up your your liquid, and so that's how that works, right? I have diapers. never. That's good point. Adult I diapers. Have, I have never once in my life had to get up during a movie to go to the bathroom. I am a grown man. I can hold my bladder for two to he three hours to watch a movie. I never diapers. understood people who will go to the bathroom before a movie and then have to get up and go to the bathroom during a movie. Hold your bladder. What are you, two? Hold your bladder, people. See, I'm, That's embarrassing. I'm, I'm just helping other uh, other groups here by, by getting diapers involved. Like I'm helping other uh, entities. Or, uh, you are. You're boosting whatever. the economy. Yes, I'm just helping us drive forward. Wait until you hit know. 40. Yeah, Nick, wait till you hit 40, okay? I don't. Mm -mm. Now, here's the thing. I can't make it through the night without going to the bathroom anymore because my dogs and daughter have conditioned me to wake up in the middle of the night. So now I like yeah, to wake up. Yeah, sure. 
And you see this? He's blamed everybody else for all of this. Nick, take some responsibility. Hey, popcorn is the is the answer. I mean, if it you really think about it, it's probably not. Drives but. you out. I will say popcorn. I mean, if I'm going to the movie theater and I don't have to choose one thing, it'll be popcorn every time. Yes. Although that yes. decision is becoming harder at those theaters that are full service. Well, Cin- I must say, Cinnabar is not the, not the case because they offer so many different goodie those bags. Pretzels were pretty bomb, man. They were awesome. Man. Yeah, I think we I'm need kind to of go. disappointed that we're probably not going to see uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange there because I just we could always not go and go later. Like, we, right. we are still recording this podcast. We should probably put a bow on this one. Anything else? Yeah. you want to talk about Stephen. Um, team popcorn for the win, and uh, don't put paint thinner in your opponent's Gatorade. But I got. If you could get discounted popcorn by drinking paint thinner, would you? <laughs> At twelve dollar, twelve dollars a thing. It's tempting. It's tempting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 78 of the Sports Corner Podcast. The comments are still flooding in on my Facebook page, so I'll update you on the popcorn. Otherwise, this has been a great day of talking about this week in sports, about the Orioles, about popcorn, and about so much more. Be sure to give us that five-star rating, leave us a review, follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, do whatever you can to help grow the pod. Until next time, I'm Nick, that's Steven, and this has been the Sports Corner Podcast.